0: Guys, welcome to Colt Film and Review, the podcast where we discuss the films you love, but no one else gets, and we see if they still hold up. Tonight is all about being double-crossed by our lover, revenge, digging holes, and going to prison. That's what I call a Tuesday. Because we're talking about female prisoner 701 Scorpion. So let's start the show Thanks for joining the cult. We really appreciate it. Do us a favor. Head over to iTunes. Leave us a review. We will give you a shout out at the end of the show. We have a couple to do tonight. Also, you know what we have? We have two to do. Uh, Also, head over to our YouTube page. Subscribe there. Uh, Check that out. (laughs) Subscribe, subscribe. (laughs) scribe.
2: Subscribe. Subscribe
0: there. Go ahead and subscribe. If remember from last week's episode, you can scribe. Well,
3: no. That last week the joke was scribe. This week was you like sounding like Daffy Duck. subscribe Now
1: we're describing the yeah. joke.
3: Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> which <laughs> is always entertaining. Everybody, yeah. everybody knows that's the best joke. That's yeah. how you tell
0: a good joke is you
3: got to explain it afterwards. Yeah. yeah. You, <laughs> tell <laughs> the, <laughs> you tell that you tell a joke. They look confused. and yeah. then you confuse further.
0: As always, I am joined by Kyle Smith. Hey, how's it going? You heard him before, Chris Willenbrandt. Hey, what's up? Don't fucking step Okay, over hey, me what's up? Again. Sorry. <laughs> Don't what? Step all over me again.
1: <laughs> yeah, I cut him off. <laughs> all right, try do again, do again. No, it's over now. Okay, all right. And hey, Michael Salustio. <laughs> <Hi. laughs> you
0: all stepped over me. And well, Michael Salustio. Hi, everybody. Tonight, we're talking about female Prisoner 701 Scorpion. It was directed by Shunya Ito. Came out in 1972, was filmed in Japan, and uh, does not have a rating anywhere but IMDb, which is a 7.3 out of 10. That's pretty high
2: for IMDb, I feel like. I always feel like IMDb scores things lower. Yeah. You know, you go and you see a film, and you go, hey, I loved Hook.
0: (laughs) And then then it gets a
2: 3.5 out of 10.
0: (laughs) This was Kyle's pick. Kyle, why did you pick Female Prisoner 701 Scorpion?
3: Uh, I picked this movie because um, it's a movie that I've recently discovered through. Um, you know, I've been I've been trying to dig through more and more like six uh, late sixties, early seventies, um, like exploitation films from Japan, and this is one that popped up. Um, the actress, the main actress, um, she is from Lady Snowblood, which is a movie that influenced Kill Bill, which is also a Japanese revenge story. This chick like just gets revenge her entire film career for the yeah, most part. Um, I get it. So I wanted to pick this movie because I was really, as always, I'm incredibly curious what you guys have to think about this one. I liked this movie because even though it is an exploitation film, even though it is a women in prison film, um, I think the director, this is the director's first movie. And there was so much creativity peppered all over the way that he that he framed shots and the way that he kind of presented the the material to us that I thought this would be a fun one to talk about Um Plus I, I really like upsetting uh Chris and his girlfriend. because <laughs> They don't like
0: Japanese cinema. Had anyone seen this film before? I had not. Kyle? No. Chris hasn't, Mike hasn't. Uh-uh. Kyle, did you watch this before? I, I had a few times. Okay. Yes. And this was my first time watching it too. Uh me and Chris actually watched it together uh while holding hands. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but no, we watched it together and um that was a kind of a cool experience to watch it. With a group, I think that's that that there's a little bit of joy with that in this movie. I would say that I found from it because there was reactions. We had reactions to the film at the same time where it was like because when crazy shit would happen. Um, so I think that made it a little more fun,
2: definitely. Yeah, oppression, real fun. What <laughs> oppression? Oh yeah, nothing I like seeing <laughs> female oppression with a group. <laughs> So <laughs> you don't really get that effect yeah, it's a, it's, Unless a, it's you're a seeing team it with sport, a group, Mike. yeah Mike it's a team sport you don't, you don't get that sense of the, our world is fucked more than if you're <laughs> if you've seen it with four or my four yeah more it's people not so
1: much there. the story that was fun, it's more like the filmmaking style I think that was fun uh, yeah. I mean it, the fun that I really took away from it, like not necessarily like the female oppression part of it, but um although i I like where the story goes, so <laughs>
0: yeah I mean and I feel like they even tell it they tell a story in a kind of a comedic way. There's, I would say. There's some over-the-top acting going on oh in this Oh, my God. Movie. There's a lot of over-the-top <laughs>
1: stuff in this movie. Comedic?
0: Yes.
2: I mean, uh, you mean like the way when that a some person get hurt? When someone yeah.
0: swings at somebody and misses them by 10 feet, and, we're, and we have a... That's a hey a no, more down. like that's,
2: just that's
3: not That's not telling chaotic. a story in a comedic way. The story is, there's from, other, is not comedic.
0: <laughs> there, but there's other, thi- there's other elements that are comedic if you watch the film. Oh okay. Okay. Um it's <laughs> yeah. only his third time. I I what what I will agree with what I, what I will agree
3: with is that um I agree the performances from pretty much any of the male, especially the prison guards is uh pretty bad and to the point that it becomes laughable with what they're doing but uh, it should not be ignored that the the I think one of the things that the director is trying to drive home is that all of the male characters in this movie are absolute scumbags. And, oh, definitely. And that, yeah. that was that was the direction they approached. I don't think there was a conscious... I, I honestly don't think there was a conscious decision to try to make them seem goofy or laughable. I think it's just...
0: I, th- I have one thing that disagrees with that, and you, maybe you can watch the film again, but when they're running... In the opening uh, of the film, when they're running through the um, uh, the water uh, and the it sounded to make the bathtub sounds running through the water... Um, there's one guard in particular that has a gun that's running behind the warden that has the goofiest fit. He is purposely making like a <laughs> mouth wide open, goofy fit, and he's running co- comedically. It's very high stepped. It's very bouncy. It's very like over the top. It, watch it. It, it watch. there's there's, I know, this, there's I, theatric. I, I know exactly what you're talking
3: about with that scene. I, I I'm not going to disagree that those elements exist, but I certainly don't. those are, certainly are not conscious efforts to try to make any comedic elements
1: out of this movie. Gotcha. I mean, whatever, you know, like I I feel like it did It's fun to laugh at because it's yeah, cheesy looking. Yeah, I mean, this was what 1972? Two. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I don't Plus, know. Isn't I don't that... know if they're making fun of shit like
0: this at that time, you know, like <laughs> wasn't I don't uh... know, isn't that also kind of po- the the point of the exploitation though is also to kind of poke a little bit of fun at what its subject matter is? not always sometimes but but sometimes it is sometimes so. it
3: is it depends yeah yeah i think exploitation is supposed to it is it, it it's supposed to revel in those things that you don't see in mainstream yeah. cinema
2: so yeah, I mean, it like, revels like, in the violence in the nudity last house on the left is a sexist <clears throat> film yeah. but it is not funny what did you well yeah it's like a sex exploitation film. It's not sex exploitation. You wouldn't either. consider that? No. It's like no. rape fantasy no. all day long. Sex is like
1: Russ
0: Meyer shit. But do yeah. you, let me ask you this. Do you think that the director could have been trying to blend the three things together, like comedy, drama, action? Kind of the reason why I like this era of film
3: from Japan is that um in the in the late 60s and early 70s, um cinema was dying in Japan. Um the home the, like home televisions exploded and like Really start pulling a shitload of money away from these because at the time the the studios owned the theaters, so theaters losing money, studios losing money, can't make money movies anymore. Um, so there was there was a push to be a little more extreme, a little more exploitative with their with their works. So you had a bunch of these super young directors who were ads up to this point, and they're essentially just green lit. Like, yeah, make whatever you want. <laughs> Here is some money. We need movies, so fucking go. And what you end up with is like you have directors who have these really big, bold, creative ideas. And you can see that pepper through this fucking movie with the the way that this director treats visuals and the way he treats lighting and, and compositional speaking. And, and even the commentary that he kind of uh, puts in the film about even Japan as a whole. Um, it's like someone said, I need, I need a woman in prison movie. You can do whatever you want. Just make sure that we see some tits or something like that a couple of times in the film, and the director said, okay, I'll at least hit these bullet points that you need, and then I'm going to make my own thing. Gotcha. And that's how this movie feels to me. It's, I the,
0: the exploitation elements just are kind of, okay. they
3: kind of leave.
0: I have a, I do have a question for you after uh, we get uh, done with what's about to come next, but because of what you said of what it says about, it, what it has a statement about Japan this movie is making.
3: I think the directors have some kind of commentary. Okay, because yeah, There's some visuals. That yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. There is, and I, I want to know what your guys' thought is. But first, it's time for ooh brrr, plots with Mike.
2: So, uh, anybody familiar with the the women in prison genre, you know, probably knows this 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 film doesn't deviate from that genre that much, right? Uh, you know, a bunch of women are in prison. There's an oppressive warden and a, a number of uh, uh, of the guards. They uh, exploit them. They there's a lot of nudity. There's a lot of uh, using the women, raping, and all kinds of stuff. This one, this particular film, uh, stars uh, the lead character, the lead prisoner, is Matsu the Scorpion. Right? Uh, she ended up in jail because she fell in love with a police detective, who decided that he wanted to use her on a sting operation to like infiltrate a yakuza uh mm-hmm. organization. Uh she does this but she gets captured only to find out that really that this her boyfriend this this detective was actually a crooked cop and he planned on this whole thing. He wanted her to he seduced her into doing this thing so he could get her into jail, but uh really it was just for his own personal gain. He wanted to make some money off of uh I off think the Yakuza. Yeah, like uh bribing them, not bribing them, but uh maybe blackmailing them in some Yeah, he like way. he
3: like used her to catch them. Yeah, yeah. So it was all raped. it was all
2: just yeah, him just <laughs> Using, and of course, you know, she gets raped, uh, ends up in jail, ends up in a worse situation where there's these really shitty guards. They're getting women naked all the time just to look at them. They're beating them, they're hitting them. Um, And throughout that, there's a group of uh, females that have kind of like just kind of become part of the system. Mm -hmm. They're like the orange shirts, I guess we would call them, because everybody else is wearing blue, but they're the ones that are preferred. They're the preferred convicts of the thing. And they're following all the rules, right? And they're helping to also. Really keep this oppressive force behind, you know, behind the uniform, so to speak, right? There you have
0: right. the prisoners that are actually
2: enforcing stuff for the, guards, the warden and yeah. the guards, and they're keeping all the pri- other prisoners in line, and they're obviously given special treatment because of this. Um, uh, as it continues, Matsushi is so enraged with the idea of revenge of getting. Uh, not only maybe even out because it starts off with her trying to escape. Right. Uh, with another young girl, what's her name? Um, Yuki, is, it think, right. is it Katagiri? Is it Katagiri? No, I think it's Yuki or Yukio. Yukio. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She. He tries to escape another girl. Uh, they get caught. This mm. is how the film kind of starts off: is them trying to escape for the first time. Uh, they get caught. They get thrown in solitary. But from there, she just kind of is just. Uh, she's against the whole system she wants to kind she's of just, she's buying time till she can get out right and she can but kill she's her also boyfriend. keeping she's <laughs> also very hard-headed and steadfast and making sure that like she's not gonna she's not gonna fall into this bullshit, right mm-hmm. she if, if there's a, a time that she's going to uh cause trouble she kind of does it Right, And that even means for the orange shirts, and of course they don't like that as well. So really the whole prison starts kind of turning against her. But
1: she's super resilient to all the torture that she faces. She's
2: incredibly resilient to all the torture, and she's also kind of methodical in the way of like she kind of turns people against each other, Mm -hmm. right? She's kind of smart, and she kind of like starts realizing that she can use some of the power structures against one another and get the orange shirts to kind of like, you know, move the prisoners over here, which in turn... Creates like a riot, and that's kind of where the movie kind of yeah really takes off from there. Is like there's a riot towards yeah. the end of this film, and uh, she you know we'll talk about whether she escapes or whether she doesn't escape, but yeah, and what happens from there.
0: So you were saying uh, earlier that you thought that the director was trying to say something about Japan, because i had wondered that too. I was like, I don't know. I understood he was trying to say something, especially with the the flag placement and a lot of there's like the flag in like a couple of scenes. It's pretty. Yeah. Pretty predominant. Mm-hmm. I was wondering what he was trying to say, like culturally about Japan, but I couldn't really figure it out because I was like, I don't know Japan's culture.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't want. I, I, I will say before I even, even, even touch that, that it's speculative for me because I don't, again, don't know the culture. I do know the yet yeah, the way that he. The the way that he showcases the flag is kind of interesting, though, right? So the first time we see the flag is is uh, is during the the ceremony at the beginning, which is a very it's you know it's very organized. It's kind of this this military looking esque uh, ceremony thing. The next time we see the flag is actually when our main character um, uh, loses her virginity, and that's the blood spot on the sheet that blooms into the flag of Japan. You guys remember that scene?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Such a good scene. It was a good scene, and then, <laughs>
3: and then, and then the next time that we showcase the flag again, it's actually, um, well, this is gonna, I guess, spoil the ending, but so to speak. But yeah, basically, a knife, a bloody knife, is thrown up in the air, and it passes past, uh, the flag of Japan. I don't know. I don't. I, I really hate speculating on just this because I don't know a lot about it. But I know there is a lot of commentary just in, in Japanese culture in general, just regard with regards to the outcome of the war in the country. Uh, rebuilding post the war, so it's it's related to those kind of those those angst and those mm. those kind of
2: feelings that were left, um, you know, it, not healed over yet type of things. So. And this film like got me thinking about it too because you're right. Like I know they're making a, co- I know that a Japanese director is making a commentary on japan right whether it's through the government or their law enforcement or something like that now i don't i've never lived in japan i don't know anything about it but like Mm -hmm. it got me also wondering if like this actually is the same case when certain american movies that are making commentaries like if you sent them to norway or something like if they would understand it like is that does natural born killers have the same effect in other countries, as it does here, because we see it as like, oh, the glorification of media in America, right, how right. we glorify like yeah. violence and stuff like that. I Never thought about that. like. I always wonder if like, does that does that trickle down? Di- like, does that does go it translate? To... Yeah. 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 Does
3: it... yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I've never trickle down economics.
2: Trickle down economics. Yeah. yeah. yeah tri- tri- well, <laughs> well, like, down like, economics. but now that you're saying about it, like, <laughs> since you mentioned it, like, they live. They live is like, you know. To somebody that, like, grew up in the 80s or lear- knew about the 80s, you might make the connection that, like, oh, yeah, he's talking about Reaganism and, like, everything. But, like, that can't translate in, like, China, right? Well, yeah. I don't know.
1: I think, hasn't Japan been making films where there's corruption in the government for a long time? Like, I mean, isn't that, like, a topic that well, there's co- cer- Like, cover? if you talk yes. about something like a fern- Especially... Infernal
2: Affairs, that was turned into uh, the Scorsese film... Um, I mean, since I mean, you get, yeah, to okay. answer your question, go, going back to yes, thank you, going, going back <laughs> to,
3: to uh, like post post war film in Japan, yes, it 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 deals a lot with the fact that the government is corrupt or the police are corrupt, and it's usually regular regular people or their main characters kind of against that system.
1: Um, I feel like I've seen this in just the films that we've reviewed on here. Yeah. This is a really common thing. I mean, yeah. Rickio is kind of Yeah.
3: I mean, Rickio right? kind of touches <laughs> on the same sort of thing. Yeah, where it's talking about the corruption of corp- corruption of big government essentially, yeah. so. Um yes, I I I wish I I kind of want to dig more deeper into yeah. this because there are things that I see that I'm just kind of like that means something. I don't know what it is yet, and I'd be really excited to kind of learn this. And that's kind of the challenge that even I've had watching these movies because, um, and this is kind of off topic, but well, I've been watching a bunch of films by a uh, director who recently passed away, which is uh, Sh- uh, Sun Suzuki, um, and a lot of these are are what they call youth movies, and these movies from early um, early sixties that dealt with kind of counterculture, um, you know, kind of like rebel without a cause type characters and there's like this weird thing where in one movie about this this uh this student i guess he's like a college age kind of level student but he's like greeted with this level of respect that you think is only reserved for even for like highest class members of a society and that's kind of how this this student is being treated and i'm just like how do I research to find out what the fuck that culturally means for 1960 Japan is it, with this story. You know what I mean? So that's, yeah. a, that's a challenge
0: with these movies is, is getting, is getting the full picture. With that being said, we'll get more into the challenge when we come right back. Make sure you go and buy tickets uh, for our uh, event on May 18th. We will be uh, showing uh, American movie at film bar. Uh, tickets are now on sale. Where, Chris? The film bar, PHX.com. That
2: is the first time he's nailed it. That is the first Killed time he it. nailed it. He's been it. practicing that all week.
0: So make sure you go buy tickets, come out, and hang out. Uh, we'll be doing a show after the show.
3: After the show. The show
0: after the show. You can uh, come and hang out with us and uh, talk about American Movie with us. So that will yeah. be really cool. That is the first five-star film that oh, we reviewed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Full so, five. Yes. Yeah. For yes, everybody right. all around the room, mm-hmm. gave fives. So also go check out that episode if you have the chance, because all of our episodes are up on iTunes.
3: And check out the movie.
0: Check out the movie, too. With us.
1: Yeah. At where, Chris?
0: The film bar, is where you can buy the
1: tickets yeah. on May, for May 18th at 10 p.m.
0: That's correct. We're back. If you're just joining us, we are talking about uh, Female Prisoner 701 Scorpion. It was Kyle's pick, came out in 1972. Uh, I wanted to talk about the characters a little bit and get a little more in depth with them and who they are as maybe people. You know, people. Uh, Mat- Matsu, is that how you say it? Matsu. Matsu. Mm-hmm. Matsu the scorpion, who is our main character, mm-hmm. um, is, uh, you know, you find out through backstory. You meet her, she's she's running through swamps and getting caught and being tortured and is a badass.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Already, yeah.
0: you know, at this point. she's taking like it, yeah. She had been in the prison system for a little bit. A little you know, hardened, I,
3: little hardened yeah. with rage. Yeah.
0: This woman, uh what's her name? The actual actress? Uh Miki Okaji. Is she big she's a
3: big deal in Japan? She's big deal in the yeah, especially in the seventies. Uh, um Yeah, that little backstory the, she she left her original studio that she was working with because they were um, they were switching to Roman porno. Was there gonna be the primary and she didn't want to do that? So she moved to Toei Studios, which did this and she basically became fucking superstar overnight she did she did this which has which has 3 sequels after it yeah. um, so is she, she did, in all three yep she's the star in all three she did um, a series called Stray Cat Rock which is fucking four or five films all shot and released in one year wow <laughs> yeah fucking crazy and then, yeah, she did Lady Snowblood and Lady Snowblood 2, where she, again, seeking revenge. Uh, she did a movie called Blind Woman's Curse, where she was a blind swordsman, head of a Yakuza clan. So she, she had this string of just these badass movies, and she does the she's a singer, and she did theme songs for all of these movies that she's in. And, yeah, she's she is a legit badass in real life, and then she has kind of created this character with this intense, piercing stare. That yeah, she her look. Her look, dude. So, is... She's looking at you. That's, a, that's what I was
0: about to say. She... <laughs> She d- she develops this like hardened character that you're introduced to, but then when you're introduced to the innocent character before it's turned into the revenge, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, freak is very like innocent, and you feel oh, yeah. real bad for her. Mm-hmm. And like you said, her fa- her facial expressions is is this it is this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, this movie is say, carried yeah. by her facial expressions. There is
2: that shot where um she's being tortured in the solitary by one of the female uh. Mm, is that when she smiles and she smiles <laughs> fuck yeah. I remember being like holy shit it looks yeah. evil so yeah. yeah. like, fucker, that. but I, I like
3: I'll, I'll say it's like some of my favorite uh, like scenes this movie is actually that whole backstory scene
2: that is Man. fantastic the the how it's presented sh- shot and, oh. and told just yeah. how it's presented
3: to you and stuff oh my god I
2: mean and I know we do what we really do technical you know later in the show but like yeah, man, the way they did it, it's like almost like it was on a stage, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like with the revolving set pieces yeah. and stuff. I was like, this that's, is fucking That's cool. actually <laughs> one of the things I
0: said to Chris, too. I was like, God damn it, they got those beautiful matte paintings in the background in this. I love the way. Yeah. Uh, the sky, the yes. sunsets and yeah. stuff oh like God, I love yeah. the way yeah. the so I Japanese think, I, think I, was, I
3: think I said this. I think I, I referenced this exact film when we did Hausu. I said. I said that. Like, wait. I was like, one of these days I'm gonna pick this movie and like just wait till you see the scene, the sunset after the riot. I feel
1: like I I made a comment relating this to House or Houseu or whatever. Like, it it was very reminiscent in like the the vibe or like yeah, it must have been the matte paintings, but also some of the some of the shots and stuff too. There were some creative things in here that definitely made me think of that film. So yeah, we
0: had uh, uh, Yukio. Who was the sidekick? She was like the innocent, very innocent seemed like the young girl that was under uh uh
2: Matsu's wing. Yeah. Um, yeah, to some extent. To I think some, yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, they seem like they had a pretty close relationship from what I gather. Yeah, guess. definitely. Yeah,
2: I mean I mean, obviously if they're I mean, we we don't know why the how the escape happened at first, no. but I mean yeah. there must have been something yeah, Where I, they I, trusted one another to mm-hmm. be like, I'm going to pick you or you're going to pick me and we're going to do this together. Yeah, I, mean. I,
3: I, I, yeah, I kind of wish I, I had a better idea of why, of all of them, she picked this girl. But, I mean, yeah. you can clearly tell that Matsuo has, like, no... She does not have time of day for, like, yeah. the standard prison fare. So, obviously, this girl, I represent, something else. And this girl, like, kind of gives up her life, you know, throughout mm-hmm. t- towards the end of the film for, the, for, for her, so... Um, but, yeah, like, the... Oh, where are we at? We're talking about her, her,
0: her backstory of how she becomes the scorpion, basically. I guess. Well, the, we're basically talking about just the, the 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 surrounding characters around her that kind of play a predominant role in the film, because she definitely does. I mean, she's one of the big turning points. Uh, and then you have, um, uh, was it uh, Katagiri? Is
2: mm-hmm. that how it's said?
0: Yeah, Katagiri. Katagiri is the uh, basically inside assassin. Who is is at first playing yeah. the whole riot to go against? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you, yes, thank you. Uh, to go against her, <laughs> uh, names and that, tonight. Yeah, dude, it's gonna <laughs> be me all night. Like, am I saying this right? And that's all put together by uh, her past boyfriend. I forget his name. Uh, Sagumi or Sugir- Oh, Sagumi. Oh, yeah, Sagumi. Yep. So, Tsugumi put, puts this all together.
3: I'm going to pull up a cast list right now. And, so then you also,
0: and then you also got the crazy ass warden, uh, warden, uh, Goda? Goda? <laughs> Goda? Goda.
3: Uh, warden Goda? Goda? Goda. Warden
0: Goda. Call him Goda.
3: Uh, call him right eye.
0: <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Those are basically your surrounding characters, and you do find out like the 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 sumi is a very like he's a he's a, the attractive police officer who's very seems like the he's perfect very man. charismatic.
3: Yeah, he's, yeah. he's he, he cool. yeah, he's a ladies yeah. man. He he, he dresses he's, real. He's got a chill, sharp.
0: He's yeah, on yeah, the yeah. he's on the marijuana team. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, put, putting all the marijuana bandits in jail. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Bandits. That that I mean, so did I. But it's nineteen seventy. I know. So. When, you, when you,
2: you think about it, then and you're yeah. like, okay, I guess so. Nowadays, it would definitely be like a. Cocaine Cocaine ring or something, yeah. like cartel or something, and
0: then it turns out he's just a he's just a real big
2: fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah, he's a corrupt cop.
0: I don't know, like he's corrupt in the he he's corrupt as so he used her to catch the prisoners? Like he knew they no. were going to do that, right? Yeah, huh? that's what no, I took it out. So, as. A, what no, you mean the he used it to make bar, money, yeah, at the, at
3: the beginning when she gets caught, so he he uses her. I think what happened is he used her, knowing that she was going uh, to get caught, going to get caught, which is going to maybe lead him back to where the back room of that place is, and he could pop in as a cop and be like, "I'm a cop, yeah, put your shit up," and then easily find where they're stashing all their cash and just fucking pocket it for themselves,
2: and then bounce and leave her on the floor with them. I think he sells her out, and he's yes. trying to make money because yeah, by I the end that. of this film, none of those Yakuza guys are in jail. No, no, of course not. So they, obviously, this wasn't, like... This wasn't, like, a legit thing. It was he wasn't like, doing it for, like, to to get, you know... Uh, no. To get promoted yeah. to lieutenant. You it was, know? His like, own, it was lieutenant. for his own gain, whatever right. he, he was after. He made money, and these people went... Yeah. F- and these Yakuza mm-hmm. people went free. And it can only assume that that money came from, I guess, the Yakuza. I, I, gotta, but, I, gotta say, I gotta say, like, it's a quick side note. Like, watching a lot of these movies, not many Yakuza
3: actually get arrested. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true, right? It's usually, like... It's usually, like... Give him a pat down. What do you got here? You got a gun? I don't need that. Was this a fancy lighter? I'll take that. You got some money? I'll okay, take that. Get out of here. I think
1: the harsh part of it, though, was, yes, I mean, he manipulated her for his own his own gain, but mm-hmm. was the fact that she really fell in love with him. And, oh, yeah. And she he, was very and he, in love. And she, obviously, she meant nothing to him.
3: Well, yeah. He. I mean, there's the whole the whole sex scene, which I think is, again, Well, I don't want to get it technical. It was shot really... On the cheap, but really smart. Like that whole sex scene is that scene of her losing her virginity. Yeah, she's this innocent young woman, and fell in love with this handsome, charming man who who she it, decided to give herself to, and then she instantly gets screwed over the next. It like in the next scene,
2: a, yeah. a handsome young detective who's super into burritoing. <laughs> <laughs> swaddling he likes, to, he likes to roll up a girl he likes, in some, he uh, likes to swaddle a woman yeah, he likes to roll her up in some sheets <laughs> a really long sheets some dudes are into that burrito hmm I like that
0: so yeah the, like we said before the, the film does open with them running away but then they also get caught and she's in a uh, she's in a, a, a pit of despair I don't, yeah. don't know what you would even call that in a I don't prison know. The, I, I, the I don't
3: that's not even solitary because solitary was a lot cleaner yeah. She and went to it later, no, and yeah, the they put fucking... her like in a fuck
2: up dungeon. Like, yeah, that was, you know, that like, was quite, quite that. honestly. I was like, "You're the piece and of then, shit."
0: <laughs> and then they they tie
2: her up in like bondage style. Yeah, like hog tire. Yeah, yeah. they do like a whole like it's, no, it's like bondage style. It's like yeah, because it, I mean, I know it's an exploitation film and stuff like that. I mean, it, it it's amazing how many of these girls like breasts are just exposed. Yeah, like somebody just tore a shirt. Dude, that's and the just number one. Like, and we're gonna leave that that hanging out while we wrap it up in some rope. And
0: <laughs> that's the number one fight move in this movie. Is the first thing they do is they have to rip the shirt off. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of that going like, on. No yeah, matter like what listen. happens. Listen, Cody, if you you clearly
3: have not been in a lot of fights. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you, shirts something. coming off re- left re- and right. Next time you're to fight, try to rip the other person's shirt off. That fight will end. Yeah, I see what happens. Yeah. That fight will end.
1: <laughs> it's really like you're just lo- trying to tear it. And Half. It's really the white glove. It's the gauntlet. Damn it! It's
0: 100 percent cotton. Yeah, you
1: can't rip it. <laughs> that's so
0: but that's like, yeah, that is like the first the first move in in this movie. But they, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it really is. Which is like mm-hmm. that, that. After it happens so much, it does become kind of laughable at a point. Yes. You're just like yes. Okay. <sighs> Another fight broken out. Another being I mean, I'm going
3: to say this. This is the, like the third or fourth time I've seen this movie. Like, yes, by the middle. Or towards the end of the film, the the actions them them being uh their how how they were apparently coached to act aggressive yes. or how how they, they they these are people who have never been to like fighting school for actors because <laughs> like the stuff they're doing just like it looks so bad
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so horrible. it's like so taking true.
3: the stick and just kind of pushing them in the chest yeah that move that they do that move a lot and I'm just yeah. kind of like I mean maybe that might be a little irritating but. <laughs>
0: You're not you not putting yeah. anybody out with that. There's some other there's some other things in this movie where I was like, okay, that's where they're going though. Like I was like, well, there, there's the scene where uh, the guards come in and they're trying to get her to uh, admit to pull like to, uh, how did you hurt how did you spill the hot soup? Oh yeah 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 the yeah. one lady and they straight up take the nightstick and yeah they
2: do yeah. go well, for the hoo ha
0: yeah they do oh god
2: yeah there's a lot of assumed uh, yeah I mean when you're watching it maybe. If you're in, in of innocent mind, you might not catch it, but I mean, they're clearly uh, doing some pretty dastardly things to genitals. <laughs> yeah. <in> oh <some laughs> no, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, and, and then when you catch it, I mean, but even 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 in that same scene, there's a, you know, they 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 try to grab the baton and shove it in her mouth, which is so clearly like, yes, you yeah, know, oh yeah. Y- yeah, demoralizing in, in a sexual I think, way. I think
3: I think that's the. That's the thing, because I I have read some I, I've read some reviews and some interviews and stuff on this movie too, um, and I think that was one of the things which was just like yeah the how this movie separates itself is it's not over overtly extreme in that sense and like a bulk of the a bulk of the the uh, the punishment is almost like um, almost in like physically uh, destroying nature like with the hole digging thing that was a huge yeah. prominent part and I think. That was kind of that was that was I feel like the the compromise between making a full blown, sex exploitation female prison movie and making like you know some like and actually like a, a an interesting revenge story was well, like was was finding some sort of a little bit of a compromise I su- I should I suppose because there's not a whole lot of baton rape there's only like really one or two scenes where uh, it really happens so. I mean yeah
2: I r- before I before we get too far to i i do want to preface that like on a personal note for me like the the women in prison genre is not one of my favorite genres in the world <laughs> like i feel like they all kind of follow the same theme which is you know like the guards are super oppressive and there's a lot of ex, you know attacking women on a sexual level yeah and and really beating and demoralizing a person to to make them feel like a piece of meat and and that and it goes into it's it the the way it kind of borders this like weird violent fetish and uh like like sheer like like to the point where you're disgusted by mm-hmm. what you're seeing um it's never really appealed to me like it almost seems like a torture porn kind of situation that being said i you know i don't want to get too much into it because i feel like that's only one part of this film yes yes i agree. because i think that like what 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 stands out in this film it beyond the slew of fucking women in prison movies is like the the cinematography and the artistic thing and even like how this turns out to be like a cool revenge thing by the end of it um i guess what i'm trying to say is like if we're gonna we could talk all day long i feel about some of the really fucked up scenes in this but like by the time you see the whole pyramid where they're doing hurdles over the guys and they're and yeah, it's yeah. a great where they're looking up. Yeah, yeah. Like that scene alone, like really sets the stage of like where we know that these, yeah, yeah, these, yeah, there's these a lot guards of, are going to be right. Like I mean, they are, they are there, and they know they're looking after a bunch of women, and they are taking sheer advantage of the fact that they have control over them. Right. right. There's and, no denying
1: <laughs> that sex was a huge part of this yeah. movie. I mean, that was really what they were selling. I think with this film. Like I mean, they, they might have had some artistic, like some creative, like shots and all that stuff, but I think that's kind of what you were going back to saying, right? Like we need to get people into watching movies and stuff, so mm-hmm. we need to make these more exploit exploitive films, mm-hmm. yeah. so people are you know find that appealing and will come out and watch them, you know. Well, so put nudity in there, put here's sex the in there.
0: Thing. Here's the thing I liked about it though, because uh, I get where you're coming from, but I don't ever feel like it affected me on that level because of the main actress, because of her. And her performance, and always being strong, yeah, and never breaking right. through yeah. Yeah. all of this shit, like that is in this film, which is a lot of crazy shit, yeah. Like, like you said, there's mult, there's there's general mutilation in this film, how it's defeated, and it's maybe it's gratuitous. I don't know what word I'm looking for, but is that they put such a strong female character as the lead? Yeah. Yes. That. You realize what they're going through is horrible, but there's nothing that this woman well, can't defeat and, and there's nothing that's, that's going to stop That's the thing, this
1: thing woman. is I I knew she was going to get revenge. I knew that's what was coming. That's what the whole yeah. film was building up towards. So it kind of makes you keep it keeps you going because you're like, I know she's going to wreck every one of these motherfuckers well, it, it, like,
2: and can I say on a weird way, like <laughs> in a weird way, this plot the plot of this film if you take out the entire exploitation part of it is really just the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> and that's funny And like, as funny as that is, that's not a joke. Like, no, it ch- is. Shawshank Redemption is about a guy who is thrown in jail. He's innocent of his crime, and it ne- at no point in time does he ever give up hope that he's going to get the fuck out of there and get back at all the people that fucked him over.
3: No, I, I mean, I mean, honestly, like, you can uh, you could boil yeah, Shawshank down. You could boil this movie down. You could boil him down to a point of just the basic storyline. And I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty boring. It's pretty plain. It's pretty standard. But the thing that makes this movie so incredible is uh, Mikio Kaji mm-hmm. as the lead. I agree. She is yeah. absolutely intense. And the other thing is this director, um, being a young director, and the sheer level of, of imagination and creativity that he brought to it. There was a couple.
0: I mean, there. Was, and the, don't get me wrong. There is a couple of things that I, you know. Like, the beginning of this film, it, I wasn't it, probably into it until... I would say 20 30 minutes in is when I really got kind of into this movie. And then when the uh my favorite scene happened, uh where it really took this film took a turning point for me was the um the shower room scene. Like that that scene mm-hmm. was fucking awesome. Like there's one point in it where she slams the door so she's running away from this girl who's coming
2: at her with a... I don't know what that is. It's like a knife or It's something.
0: not a knife. It's like almost like it was some kind of
2: like needle situation, needle. like oh. almost like a like a really long well, nail. Yeah. That they, it's a shift. It's a it, shift. It,
3: it was a shift, but that she didn't have that to begin with. What do you mean? Uh, be, be, but so what happens is right. She yeah. tries to just kind of, I guess, plant
2: it. She wants to plant it on. No, no, no I'm saying when the fight oh. breaks
3: out. Okay. When, when the fight between her and. Breaks out and they get to the door scene. She's just running away because she's like chasing, yeah, no, no. chase And that's when Matsu, she slams yeah, the door.
0: Matsu doesn't have it. Matsu's running away from the other, pri- the the higher up prisoner, uh, yeah.
3: But she doesn't prisoner. have any weapon either at this point. It's I not, she did. She no, was, not she not no, 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 no. What about happens
2: about. is no, the is, guard has it, and she oh, okay. shuts a glass door on her and she gets yeah, the glass door that, and she picks, up a, a yeah, shard. Glass. picks up a shard. And that's yeah. her when she
0: slams when she slams that door on her head. Was the coolest thing I think I've seen in a long time in a film because both me and Chris were sitting there watching this film together and we were both just went at the same time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, because it's the way that it
1: happens. It was so abrupt, like you didn't see it coming. Like she comes through the room, swings it behind her, right in time to like smash the girl right in the face. Oh, that's a good and, hit, <laughs> and it looks legit. Then, like
3: and then- then,
2: and, but it's it's also like the great thing about it is that it's meant to be that way, right? Like yeah. the whole reason she did this. Like in, and I think it's why it was even shot that way, is because it needs to look like to the guards. Like, well, I mean, she just shut the door. Right. The other girl hit this it. It's like an actor. Like, yeah. it just yeah. happened, yeah. Well, like she was just trying to run away. It goes <laughs>
0: into this crazy, like, kabuki demon scene of them yeah. running through the showers, yeah. like, in between women and, oh, like, yeah. her chasing after her with this shard of glass uh-huh. that ultimately leads to her backing up into the warden and then ducking out of the way last second as the glass is shoved into his eye. Mm-hmm. So and it's cool. just Brilliantly laid out scene, like I don't know how Can else I to just, describe it, but I mean it's it's amazing. You brought it
1: up while we were watching it or we were talking about it. Um, the the fact that the the green light that yeah. hits the people or hits her, like when she's in yeah. these situations, is that like a scorpion thing? That's a <laughs> so
3: I mean that's that's kind of like a common that actually goes back in in Japan. Um, that goes back in film it to sim- signify like. Uh, demon or possession, some kind of evil that's happening. Uh, usually it's possession, but that was like a way. That was a cheap way to indicate something something supernatural is happening. Okay. in like the early days of Japanese cinema was like hit him with a blue light or a green light or in, or in the the play and performances like live performances, they would right? Do that.
1: Like that's a ghost because it's blue. Or exactly. Whatever.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or or it's become possessed. This person's yeah. become possessed, and that's what clearly what they're indicating. In this one because they put that <laughs> they put that face paint on to make oh, her God. make her face look like hollow. Looks like awesome. A, yeah. And and the, the harsh blue light hitting her. I, that scene totally took me by surprise when I first time I saw. Same movie, here. I was just like, "Whoa, this like where is the where is this, this go?" Because they did like cool plays with light. They played with the lighting uh, really good in the beginning, but yeah, with the face paint, like the whole they like sold the whole thing and made it look like she was floating while chasing oh,
0: her. It was
1: very yeah. like Evil Dead feeling. Very actually. Evil Dead feeling <laughs> for sure.
0: No, I got that vibe too. What was uh, your favorite scene, Mike?
2: Oh, man, uh, it's 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 between that set piece scene, the uh, the backstory scene. Um, also another one, and it, it isn't. It, maybe it might be the way it was shot because the only thing I could think of was the '70s show. It's oh. when she's in the in the hole. I just want starting off with the whole, the whole, the whole hole scene. Sorry to have to say it that way, but it's the the way that the when, the, when she was the a big digging. ditch, it's a big yeah. ditch, and of they dirt. try to demoralize her by having a bunch of people fill the hole while she's digging it out, right? Yeah. And and it's like it's it it so just gives me this this idea of like purgatory, like this mm-hmm. purgatorial situation where oh, it's like yeah, okay, you know, like they're they're trying to break her in every possible way, yeah. But like that scene where she looks up and then she sees, and then Yuki gets into it. Like, she even she, uh, she breaks, well, and y- then... Yeah, Yuki's like, should I? And she's yeah. like, yes. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> then the, the camera spins, and it kind of shows everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's such a simple shot in the usage of the camera, but for some reason, man... It's I, all what's I, happening, I really you know? liked the way, the mood that it gave. That and the other one thing I want to talk about is um, the after-riot scene, the usage of color, how it goes from... From oh, it instantly goes to dust? Tonight. Uh huh. Like in in a split second. Like they just go from amber yeah. and they just turn on the blue lights and just yes. roll them up.
3: <laughs> That yeah. was cool. That was really cool. I was staring. I was actually staring at the mats the whole time when it was Am- when it was amber because I was like, yeah. hey, and I was like, I'm trying and I was trying to like wrap my head around. And I was like, I wonder if like was the mat like that color? Or are they just hitting it with a gel yeah, or what yeah. is? Was it? And then all of a sudden, flicks the blue, and I was like, Well, I answered that fucking question. That was <laughs> awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: they did, they did that. The, I mean, the whole set was like amber, and then changed the blue because even the prison yard at the time yeah. was. Blue
2: and it's like the most beautiful sunset I've
3: ever seen in a fucking (laughs) terrible place. Yeah, but
2: like the way it even hit the mood, like it was more than just it being dusk tonight. No, yeah, it was like dusk took place when the riot hit, so you get this warm kind of like red that's kind of like permeating every single frame, and then as soon as her friend passes, like dies, it just hits blue in this cold color. Mm -hmm. Like it's, I mean. I used to do lighting in theater <laughs> when I was in school, so like in a weird way, it was kind of like oh, yeah, you, like nerded man. out on it a little. Yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. I nerded out a little <laughs> bit on like it. I was just like, "Oh, that's cool, man!
0: Good. good usage of gels New and production Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> Chris, did you have a favorite scene?
1: Um, you know, honestly, the one you we were just talking about is is one that really stands out to me. Um, I want to go back and watch this again because there were a lot of scenes in this film that I remember being very striking and very interesting Yeah, and you know, it, it's hard for me to pick one out other than that one that was most impactful on the first time watch. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's several mm. Kyle.
3: Yeah, actually my, uh, my favorite scene is, um, uh, during her, during her story, um, so, right after she, basically, like right after she finds out that this man that she's in love with has, has double-crossed her, uh, so to speak, they do this fucking badass stop-motion thing with her laying there, and where her hair is laying to oh. her side, and she's, lay, she's basically laying on a glass floor right now, right? And... It's just regular white light below her. But then they stop motion her hair up to look like it's almost a blaze of flames above her. And as that happens, a red light fills the glass floor below her her as her stare gets intense. And then they hit her with that blue light at the same time. And that scene just looks so cool. It was, like, such a simple, stupid, simple way to really showcase her being completely full of rage without having to, like... Oversell it, or 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 spend a bunch of extra money. You I know totally I mean? like, forgot yeah.
1: about that, but that was a beautiful. <laughs> it was so scene. cool, Because yeah.
3: like the hair, and I didn't, and and again, this is something that I never, I didn't catch the first or second time. I just thought like, oh, her hair is just out. But then when you actually look at it, as if she was standing upright, her hair would be sticking up like she's in fucking super saiyan super that. saiyan, <laughs> super saiyan of fucking anger mode, yeah. you know. <laughs> so yeah, I loved that scene.
0: Uh the, which kinda brings us into the end of this film, which is uh You don't wanna give us your favorite?
3: Which is the, oh, I did.
0: he did
2: it was a shower. Yeah, that's, shower. that's what that's what fired us yeah. Yeah. yeah, dude. That's, that's, I do want to awesome. uh, also the uh the virginity scene. That took me a few times to get it, but once I got it, I think it's I, I think the interesting really? thing is that did, really? did, did everyone yeah. kn- every did everyone acknowledge real quick that it was she, her losing a virginity? Yes. Yeah, no. Did everyone acknowledge that it was Japanese flag? Yeah, I th- yeah I
0: thought that's yeah no because we was supposed we to made like. a comment so either me or you made a comment as that happened like was that supposed to be the Japanese yeah, flag yeah, like yeah, yeah. after it happened we're like is that what it was supposed to be
3: I don't know why I don't know why but I maybe it was just never a scene that I really paid a whole lot of attention to but it was on this watch that I was watching it and I was like oh shit okay yeah that's she just lost her virginity and like her blood has become the flag of Japan at it the was same time. I was
2: like what the fuck it was definitely one of those like things where it's like it took a while to like sink in. Yeah. It was one of those things where like the drop of blood hits the light and I knew it was virginity loss and I was like huh. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I was like huh. Like <laughs> as soon as I realized it was also the Japanese flag. Loss, loss of innocence. Like it was a weird. Did it cross
1: fade into a Japanese flag? Was no that like a... I don't think oh, it does. Okay. I think it no. just no. stays it a cloth
0: up, and a piece of blood. It kind of pulls blood. out a little bit and then it fades into yeah. to, gotcha. to, to something else. But my uh, I also like really enjoy the end of this film when uh you know there's this big prison riot and um uh, there's another prisoner that is on Matsu's side I forgot her name but she kind of mm-hmm. catches uh well. Kagiri you know plotting against Matsuo. Right. and then there's this you know the the guards plant a Trojan horse they genius do. Yes. oh I didn't it, see that coming honestly Play Trojan
3: horse with the food did
0: you not I didn't
3: I don't know why. Really?
1: I, I didn't. I was like, "Oh, okay." They're they're letting them have like one day's of, worth of food or whatever. Then suddenly they all pop out. I
3: don't know, man. You roll up with three big ass fifty five gallon drum barrels. Yeah. What did you, There's what a lot kind of people of, in yeah, there.
0: Yeah, but what <laughs> what kind of food comes in a barrel? A fucking. Rice. I don't know.
1: What do they call it? Porridge. Like, porridge. Soup. Yeah. Miso
0: soup. There you go. So, the, the guards come out, <laughs> and the guards the guards uh, their philosophy. Is just shoot to kill. Yeah. (laughs) At this point, yeah. We're just going to clear. I mean, if they had to hide
3: inside old food jumps, they're shooting to kill.
0: Uh, So they basically start killing everybody, and and the prisoners start fighting back, and there's a fire that eventually breaks out. And uh, uh, Matsu escapes, Mm -hmm. and then is wearing this badass black outfit. Oh my God. Does she look so iconic in that? Yeah. Oh my God. She does. And she's just going around slitting throats and <laughs> killing people that that raped her in the past and that did all this wrong yeah. to her. So we get down to uh, the final boss, which is her, <laughs> her ex-lover. <laughs> and the final boss? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say this, though, about that scene. I wanted a, a, something a little bit better than what we got. Really? I, I mean, uh, compar- in terms of like the action element? Yes. Uh, I'll agree with that. Like, it was, just seems so anti, like, there was, like, anticlimactic as far as the kills go. I mean, go. The, the setup? Rotating the, door kill, sick.
3: Yeah. <laughs> the, the train, she, like, slid
2: him and, like, pumped him out of the track. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> I, I will say that that scene really got me wondering if uh, Martin Scorsese had taken that for Goodfellas when they're playing um, Layla. Oh, and in they're the just background, killing and all those people. Like that, or, them even, all out. or even, um, I think it's, is it Godfather 1 or 2? Where it's like the series of kills, where they're killing off the family, the the yeah. rival mafia family, and it's just it's a montage of kills, like real yeah. quick kills, like them in a barber chair, yeah. them at like you know like a restaurant, like it like it's so quick. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I guess in the only that's the only reason I didn't find the final kill as being. Uh, disappointing because I felt like those other ones happened so rapidly that yeah. I was kind of like and plus I knew it was the end of the film like where are we going from here if the bulk of the film was took place in this prison I was kind of like alright I mean let's just get mm-hmm. the story over with I guess at this point I guess I, w-
0: I didn't want like it just felt like uh, you stabbed him in the I, gut I,
2: well here's the thing I, I, I agree with
3: you to, to, to some extent because that scene is set up so beautifully he gets on the fucking elevator. On top of that, well, well, before we even get to this part, the 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 warden of the prison brings a couple of the guards to go hunt her down because it's like, well, we can't tell the cops we lost a prisoner because that's gonna make us look like fucking assholes. So they're kind of cruising around and they're tracking her her ex boyfriend because they thought, well, if she's going anywhere, it's gonna try to kill this guy again. And they spot her inside the fucking police station already waiting. You know, so you already know that she's in there, right? And then he makes his way the elevator, on the elevator, and all the elevator says, "Great reveal." She's like, she's like on the elevator with him, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but then it, I'm like, how does she the not fight, see him? I wish the fight would have been a little bit more.
0: I felt like it, I wish it was a little more on her side than it was too, because it felt like she was struggling a little bit too hard for it. Where I was like, no, this is your, this is where no, you would just a, stabbed the shit out of him twenty five thousand <laughs> times. That's an
3: okay thing though, because listen, throughout this entire film, he is always won. He is always the winner against I her. Know, she I can just kill everyone that. except him for whatever reason. So it had to be some sort of a challenge.
0: I just wanted that to be the the breaking point of yeah. like I finally got what I wanted. <laughs> 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 like a hundred stabs in, in succession, and then you know that was the end 100 of the film. hundred stabs. hundred stabs. Oh, which ends the film does end with her just walking back into prison. There you go. Mm-hmm. Which is setting up for apparently three other sequels.
3: Yeah, and they get uh they get they get interesting.
0: What do you say we rate this Mammer Jammer? I'm right. Is that
3: what we're doing? Yep. Yeah, it's fucking dead. All Oop. right.
0: What are we rating it, Kyle?
3: Um I want to rate this Scorpion
0: Stairs. Scorpion Stairs. It's a staring scorpion this like a stare stair- it's, stair- it's,
3: it's Mikio Kaji's <laughs> it's, like just piercing stare. I was
2: what? hoping it was going to be uh, the rock stairs as a Scorpion yeah. King. Scorpion. <laughs> oh, <stair. laughs> oh, we could raise we
3: could Scorpion Kings now. Good choice. On a piece Good of choice. exercise equipment? No, no. Okay. What?
2: Uh, no. Mike, why don't you go first? I got to give this one uh, four scorpion stares, man. Uh, So, like, yeah, I I said, you know, towards the middle of the show, maybe three quarters. I'm not sure. Uh, This is not my favorite genre. I don't really like the women in prison uh, genre. But like I said, it's a small part of this film. And some of the cinematography and the artistic choices and the flourishes that are in this film are just fantastic. And it really kept me captivated the whole time. And as a result of that, like, I was I was thoroughly involved in this film. And uh the way it ends, especially like you said, when she goes into like black Carmen San Diego outfit. Yeah. And she's <laughs> like, Where am in the world on my I'm behind you and I'm stabbing you. Yeah. Uh I fucking love that. It it really uh I, I want to see the other two really bad. It really did make me want to see the entire is it a trilogy or is there even more? Um,
3: so it's it's there's there's four total films, however, okay. It's. I feel like it's an official trilogy because this the director helmed the first three, and the fourth one. After watching it, I feel like it's just kind of a cash grab. Okay, to make another one.
2: Well, okay. Well, I, it definitely left me wanting more, and yeah. for that, I, I got to say uh, I was really, uh, I really liked this film. So four, for uh, uh, what is it? What are we doing? Uh, we're doing Scorpion Stairs. Scorpion Stairs. I'll go next. I will give this a three point
0: five. Uh, is where I will come in. So three and a half. Uh, scorpion stairs for me, so don't fall off that staircase because um, there's only half a step. Uh, but no, <laughs> that's the joke. Yeah, that's the okay. joke. I a, it, it, remember from earlier in the show, it's funnier if you explain it. Yeah, yeah the best <laughs> so jokes. the the, re- the
2: reason the joke's so funny is because uh, there's half a staircase. Guys, it, it's, it? it's called, instead of a yes and, it's a yes and 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 and. Yeah. and, and. Yes, and let me explain that yeah. better. And hold on for a second. Uh.
0: <laughs> so there are th- some things I don't like about this film. Uh, some of the acting is hokey uh, that you get in this movie, which kind of does take away a little bit from the film. Uh, and some of the action scenes will take you straight out of it because they're wafting so far away from the fighting. Like it just, t- it just naturally takes you out. Like some of the punches that are thrown, or some of the backhand, uh, fronthand, backhands that are thrown, are very far off. Even some of the 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 blood and stuff like that. The way it d- happens is kind of like I don't know. It's just some of it's not. It, it takes you out of it. And the other thing that I would kind of knock it on a little bit is the pacing. Uh, I mean, we could have dug a hole for a little bit less. Um, <laughs> like in all honesty, like we could that that whole digging scene takes a little bit of time. Otherwise, from that, there's some really cool artistic choices that were made in this film. For being, uh, I'm not familiar with the genre, so I, I can't. You know, tell you what the difference between a Japanese one and an American one is, or wherever else these prison exploitation prison films come from. But I thought this was a pretty cool introduction into it because it was. Uh, there are uh, th- there are artistic elements to this film that make this film worth watching um, and make this film really enjoyable. So I'm going to go with a 3.5. I say I actually recommend that it, you watch this film, especially if you're an aspiring filmmaker. I think that there's some really cool things that you can pull from this.
2: Well, you don't. Just so you know, you don't have to delve into the women in prison genre to find more artistic <laughs> expression. You've hit the pinnacle. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're gonna... I, I've seen, I've seen, a I've seen
3: a large chunk of them, and this is the most creativity you will find.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: Chris. Um, yeah, I have seen other women in prison movies, and slowly but surely, Kyle. You are changing my uneducated uh, opinion of Asian cinema. Um, I enjoyed this movie quite a bit. I thought it was very creative for women in prison movie. Like I said, I've seen other ones. They're not that entertaining or enjoyable to watch. Honestly, it's not my favorite genre. Um, But this one kind of had me hooked. I mean, had a visual style. I was really captivated by the lead actress. I knew she was going to make it out in the end and turn into some badass. You could just see it in her eyes through the whole thing. I agree with Cody that digging scene is a little long to the point where I'm like I feel exhausted watching this, which I'm assuming is you know what she's going through at the time. But damn, they could have sped it up a little bit. Um, some of the acting's a little goofy, some of the fighting's a little goofy. But you know, this is one uh, barring another watch, I would probably rate it higher. I'm gonna go with a three point five for right now, but it could easily go up to a four. Like I just want to see it again so that I can take in. Um, a lot of the things I kind of forgot this movie's got a lot of going on in it. And, um, yeah, so 3.5 scorpion stairs and I want to see it again. Kyle.
3: Awesome. Well, I'm, I will just start off by saying, um, I'm glad everyone here seemed to actually enjoy the movie. Um, I'm giving this one a four as, uh, as well as Mike. Um, First time I saw this movie, I I was captivated by it mostly because uh, the 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 lead actress M- Miki Kaji, is just so uh, such a piercing stare and it just hooks me, you know. It's like I it, she just seems like more badass than like some of the most badass American actor action stars I've seen. Like and she doesn't even talk; she doesn't have to say anything to do it. Um, but you know, it, it's brought up a lot on the show. You know, the the, the genre of female prison uh, movies and stuff, and, and like, you know, this is uh, this is definitely a movie that, yes, it, it, I think it, it 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 tackles that topic and that genre, but I, it's not what defines this movie. What defines this movie is the sheer creativity that I think the the director put into this one. It's the it's the it, it's how he propels the story forward using almost no budget. I agree with you 100, percent Cody. Like. I don't know what the actual figures are on this one, but I have can I, I i know for a fact that it was an incredibly thin-budget movie, and so that knowing that, and you see different scenes. I think the most telling scene uh, of it having zero budget is actually the bedroom sex scene, which is literally a stage with blue walls and one white sheet, and that was—it was a create—and—and and, and it's a lot of the decisions were made because you know I don't have the money for it, but. The way that the director uses creativity to create something big and and artistic with artistic value, I think, is impressive. And it's fun to watch. And it makes me want to make a movie. Um, um, Female Prisoner, Scorpion, highly recommend it. I'm going to give it a four. I'll give the other ones a little higher. Question,
2: Kyle. Uh, The the sequels, are they directed by the same director? Uh, The first three should be.
3: Okay, cool. The fourth one, I don't think it is. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna give it a four, and I'm just glad that people in this room liked it.
0: That is four from Kyle. That is our show for this week. But before we go, ooh, we got some shout outs to do. Shout outs! Shout outs! Out.
2: So we got two to do. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Uh, we got uh, a U.S. review. It's a five star review. He goes by the alias Yellowflash427. You or she? You or she? Yes. uh and sexist after watching this <laughs> <his> prison movie. <laughs> Yeah right. I know. Sorry. I apologize. Uh, and this uh, this person says, I came across this pot this because I looked up Class of Nukem High. I didn't know there was others out there that loved or hated the same movies I do subscriber for life. That is yeah. Hey. That is some high praise to subscribe Thank for you. life. Yeah.
0: Thank you for number one looking up class of Newcomb. Hi, you're welcome. Uh, and uh, yeah, no, some of us do love trauma here. Yeah, good. And good. some of good. us one definitely. One of us
2: do love trauma here. One of us definitely
0: <laughs> do. Love. I like trauma.
3: Yeah, but we're saying one of us love. Oh, okay. yeah. we're using love, not like. Yeah. yeah, we're
0: using love. Like, I love that review. <laughs> Yellow flash. Yeah. Yellow flash 427.
3: Killing it. What
0: is that how uh, fast they run? Yeah. 427 miles an hour. Yeah. Yellow, like the yellow The, the Yellow, the, the yellow, yellow, flash.
3: Flash. yellow. Oh. oh reverse flash. I got gotcha. you.
0: Yeah, you're reverse flash. Nice. You think nice. that's a flash reference?
3: Maybe, I don't, I don't know. know. I, I we just we fan theory. Maybe fan theory
1: two, 24-7 was taken, so you know. Yeah. 427, like they're way more dedicated. Yeah.
3: Next up! Uh this next review comes to us from Australia. This is um, the title of it is Finally with a Five Star Review by Torsten P. And it says, it says, more thought and less neckbeard complaining. A podcast that looks at all types of cult films without being bro ish or nerd rage filled. <laughs> <laughs> Dig it, man. Love it. Thank
2: you. No, nerd rage filled neckbeards. We, we, cl-
3: we, we definitely Trust are not. He nailed it. He nailed what we are. It's
2: true nerd rage felt like at any point in time when he said reverse flash we could have gotten a big argument about the flash <laughs> and <laughs> we, we fucking never did no. <laughs> no.
1: We,
3: fucking we, we, let it, we let
2: it exist for
3: here's the a, time it needed here's yeah.
0: why we don't here's why we don't nerd rage we don't know enough about what the hell we're talking about to really get yeah. nerdy about it and at the same time here's where the bro-ish thing
2: comes from we're not very it,
0: the, it, We have well, Sometimes we have to take Chris out And say like Chris you can't say that But everybody else dude is pretty nerdy Yeah if
2: there's only one you know, bro on this sh- show It's definitely Chris yeah. <laughs> <Right>. Chris <laughs> is the one where it's just like Tone it down Yeah uh, Like I always mean, coming yeah.
0: in talking about football And yeah. baseball what, and The
2: one guy that has a, a tribal tattoo That's, is my, Chris. Nickname on that. That's my nickname that. on set guys So bro So bro What's up so bro uh, it'd be more hilarious
3: if you're sitting in the room, able to see Chris. Yeah, oh, i really
1: broing out hard over here.
2: All yeah. like,
0: oh, 162 pounds over. of him. Ah. He, he
2: is drinking Dutch Bros right now. <laughs> so, so, so fucking He bro. might be broing out a little yeah, bit that's with true. that windmill speaker.
0: Right. So good. You're right so good but thank you for the review we really yeah, appreciate it remember yes. guys if you leave us a review on itunes uh we will give you a shout out at the end of the show like we just did make sure you follow us on social media at cult film underscore review on instagram and twitter you can also follow us on facebook you can follow kyle
3: you can follow me on instagram at cult film
2: underscore kyle
0: you can follow chris cult film underscore chris on instagram you can follow my <laughs>
2: At Mike Salustio on Twitter.
0: And you can follow me at VHS Collect on Instagram and Snapchat. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you're going to join a cult, just make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next time.